You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Wildwoods of Vancouver Island. Welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha Dromi here alongside the state of Hoppy. Thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. Now, for everyone on the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, yeah, we're a day early. We realize that. Um, we weren't hanging out with producer T and Trail. Uh, this is the holiday special. Uh, we wanted to do it a day early because, you know, Christmas and the holiday season is just around the corner. And uh, I know things are starting to get busy within our, our bubble of friends and family. Hoppy, how are you, sir? Happy holidays, my friend. Doing good, man. One more day. Just got to push through and then get a four-day weekend. That's, that's really all I'm living for. <laughs> Nice. Um, I think I think for the first time in a long time I get two days, so I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna comment on that. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we got some friends uh, joining us in this holiday um, special here on the Soda Pod episode 112 to be exact. Uh, so I'm gonna run down the show quickly. We're we are gonna have a hoppy hour, as I said. We got a. Uh, Joey and our boy Q in the lobby waiting to talk about some beer and uh, we'll probably talk about some Christmas drinks too or holiday drinks I imagine and then we'll uh, talk a little bit about malt madness um, we have a winner folks and uh, we'll we'll give the you know, the official congratulations and all that jazz in that segment uh, and then we have some holiday things on tap we got like the best Christmas shows the best holiday songs and uh, I imagine uh, a few more things on tap for you folks and uh, do, do we have any hockey talk now nah, we'll keep it all Marco Rossi player of the game what up Okay, maybe we'll talk a little now bit no, about now. No hockey. We're good. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk a little bit of hockey, folks. But this is the holiday special. We have some beer to drink. We have some beer to talk about in this next segment. So let's jump right into the hoppy hour here on episode 112, the holiday special of the Soda Pop. First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalock. To Stalock. To Stalock. I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops. It. You're all hopped out. Welcome to the Hoppy Hour, everybody. We got Joey, we got Q, we got a ton of beers on tap. Uh, let's dive right into it. Hoppy, what do you got? Oh, so Q said that I had to have a sour on this episode with him. <laughs> um, ironically, it's called Make Good Choices, which this is unequivocally a horrible choice, but. <laughs> The one redeeming quality here is it is a collaboration with Blackstack and Drecker. So if I'm going to take a chance on a beer called Good Choices that is a sour, I guess this is the way to do it. So is there is there anything to it? Like, is it a, you know, some say that it you know, has like a lemon type taste. Some say that it's like a berry sour. Like, like what it, is it? Dude, it says hangover inspired smoothie sour. I don't know what the fuck so that the means. Is- this is like the smoothie you made in college after you were super hungover. So this is like <laughs> supposed to make everything better. 
So, so it was a natty light. <laughs> this was what you drank between your natty lights <laughs> to get some vitamin C. Joey, what do you got? Um, uh, I'm going a little different. I'm going with a uh, coffee, cold smoke. Uh, so it's a Scotch ale brewed with coffee. This is out of Missoula, Montana. It's um, their cold smoke is their um, normal Scotch ale, and it's kind of their flagship. What they're known for. Um, this one's super roasty, smooth. Um, you get that malt taste. Super easy drinking for being a, a 6.5% alcohol. Um, yeah, it's one of their one of their favorites, and soon be uh, one of my favorites too in this uh, cold season out here. So, crack it open, and then well, cheers, boys. Very nice. I'm a little scared to try mine. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's one of my last ones that were in my advent calendar. Um, it is a local Longwood Brewing. Um, but it is the pumpkin patch pale ale, and I am I am not a pumpkin, you know, in any of my drinks type of person. I I like I actually like pumpkin. I'm one of the few people who can like eat it when it's roasted. I like pumpkin seeds, but I ain't I ain't a fan of the pumpkin spice anything. And I don't know. I'm it's nine percent, um, so it's it's a strong ale, and uh, it's much probably much like what I uh, what I drank last. Uh, last episode uh shane just says he just got it as well shane i'm curious to know uh what your thoughts are on it but uh hey here we go i've been uh i've been liking the strong beer lately and if there's only a hint of pumpkin i can uh i can get on board so cheers boys cheers happy cheers. holidays merry christmas hanukkah whatever you celebrate around this time of year Isha, i can't say i've ever heard about a pumpkin pale ale uh, it's uh it's strong i'm not gonna lie but it's uh, it's it's pretty good, it's pretty be good. It's a really cool label too. Yeah, Longwood's been killing it lately, and actually, um, I went there to their. They only have a one part of like the the restaurant brew pub open, and I went down, and you know they're doing a really good job keeping everyone safe there. But their food is like outstanding as well. I mean, Dylan's actually uh, co-host of the Stick Hungry podcast. He was the one who actually put me on it uh, here in Nanaimo. What what was it? Uh, blackberry. Blueberry salted calamari was one of their appies. And then they do like a fish taco out here. Three different types of seafood, all freshly caught. Coast of Vancouver Island. And it's just, it's unbelievable. Did you say appy? Appetizers, appies, oh. yeah. Okay. I've, I've never is heard that, that before. Is that a Canadian, a Canadian thing? thing? Is that a Canadian thing? There no, you go. it's not, Isha. Okay. Um, yeah, boys. Uh, <laughs> verdict uh, on yours, Joy. Have you said you've had it before? Is uh, yeah, I've had it before, but I mean, this is out of five stars. I'd probably give it a four, like four two five, somewhere in there. It's super good for being a coffee beer. It's, I mean, you don't get too much coffee flavor, so you can have more than one and and uh, keep drinking throughout the night. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna rank stuff, I'd say three for me because I'm pleasantly surprised. It's not super sweet, and that that's you know that's what kills me. And um, the pumpkin isn't too dominating. It's it's kind of like a I'd say like a coffee beer that's not too sweet either. One that like I'll drink one, whereas maybe some other stouts and and harder ales I'll drink like a, a few a night. But uh, you know I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Nine percent too. I may not I may not be able to crack this other one and actually get myself home tonight. So. <laughs> what the studios for pull out the cot. Man, I've been I've been at this office way too long. I can't wait to go home. Um, all right. Before we move on from this segment, what are some other in uh, in your households, families, um, even in friend groups? What are some like uh, traditional drinks outside of the beer around the holiday season? Anything funky? Anything traditional? For me, it's usually you know the rum and eggnog. 
Um, I love my eggnog with or without rum, but you add that you add that little bit of rum there, not spice because you don't want it too sweet. Um, sometimes I even go with uh, with with the white rum to be perfectly honest. So I know with, with my family, it's for me and my dad at least. We usually get a couple mix packs of beer. Um, we usually do support local craft breweries and and try to switch it up, get a bunch of different varieties and and split those. But if I'm not doing beer, um, I'm usually either a bourbon or a whiskey guy, whether it be old fashions or on the rocks or just whiskey diets late in the night. So yeah, I, I, I tend to, Here, buddy. yeah, there you go. I stick to, to beer, bourbon and, and the whiskeys. So nothing, nothing too special. Okay. You got none of those like peppermint style. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know even what they are in a martini glass. Nothing, nothing crazy like that with the candy no, cane that, sticking that out instead of uh, drawing an olive. <laughs> Hoppy, do you got anything? Yeah, but first I have to comment here, Q. Like, yeah, I want to know. There's if like there's good a chemical reaction going on in my glass right now. Like, I can well, hear okay, get, happening. Get, I want to see it. I, I want the viewers. I, I took a picture of what well, you can't see. Like, you'd have to see the very top of it, uh, which okay. I can't. You know, fair enough. Fair enough. I totally know what you're talking I'll about. I'll send you guys the pic. It's oh, chunky. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, what the hell? Like it's and that's like after pouring like 30 minutes ago. It's still... Dude, I can like hear shit though. It's like it's like a light version of Rice Krispies. Like, what the fuck did you yeah. give me? No, producer Pigeon's looking at me. Uh, he doesn't even want any of that. Well, it's, it's and I like the garbage. fruit flavors to it, but dude, it's sour as fuck. Yeah, it's. I was like, I almost choked when I took my first sip, and I was like, I like sours. And... Yeah, look at Hoppy's face. I love it. <laughs> 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 what? Uh, I mean, I struggle to think of a beer that's more sour than this. I mean, War I, I Warhead every day. Basically. Do, you remember those, do you remember those Warhead candies? Yeah, those things that were just like they weren't even enjoyable. They just like made you scream. <laughs> oh god, See, those, this, those this at least has some like fruit flavoring, so it's like it's way better than a Warhead to me in my mind. Like I don't like a beer that's just pure sour. So this has fruit, but yet it's still like a nine out of ten on sour, probably. Warhead needs to do a collaboration with somebody and release the world's sourest beer. And then Q can review it here on the soda pod. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay, let's uh let's switch gears here, boys. Hoppy. What's Sorry, up? I was gonna pretty much echo Joey that like a lot of years will do like a blind whiskey tasting and like rank random whiskeys that everyone hey, brings. That's, that's sweet. Uh, otherwise, it's gonna be uh occasionally the white Russian. Nice, nice. But otherwise, I'd stick to beer and whiskey. Q, any anything, or you just stick to the sours? <laughs> I stick to beers. I get I go down to La Crescent a lot, so I go up to Six Hundred Eight Brewing in Wisconsin. They're really good. They got a lot of stuff. It, it's crazy. My 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 family, like my mom and dad, they they don't celebrate Christmas, but I celebrate it with like my extended family and friends. And it's it, it's funny that like I'm the one who has more of like the expanded uh, holiday yeah. warhead sours exist. <laughs> That's hilarious on the comments there on uh, Twitter. Um, with me, like I have the expanded roster here on the soda pot of like holiday drinks. Like I said, I go with the rum and eggnog. I also uh, make different types of ciders with some of my friends here we've had apples you know always the easiest one but we've we've made pumpkin which again i wasn't a big fan of um and we've made uh, there's so many other like uh fruits and berries that are around this island that we've kind of just mixed in together we made like a blackberry um i don't know what other whatever type of berries i'm not a huge berry expert i know there's a couple of berries on the island that, that you can eat um reg and pick regularly but i the, the name escapes me right now but anyways hey, so, not, hey Scott, if uh 
if you want a little mix up for your white huckleberries too huckleberries too um add chocolate milk instead of heavy cream or flavored coffee creamer Ooh, okay that actually would be good i uh, actually do like whole milk or milk i'm okay i don't even go crazy but i would definitely try that that sounds good yeah, my, my wife had uh, some coffee flavored coffee creamer in the fridge last weekend, so I made a, a snickerdoodle white Russian, and it, and it was amazing. Dude, just, just mix it with some of that adult chocolate milk or whatever. Ooh, there we go. Oh, booze that's... on booze on booze. Hey, man, why not? It's the holidays. It's Hoppy's four-day weekend. Okay, let's switch gears now here, boys, and uh, and talk about <laughs> sorry, Hoppy's face after drinking the sours. It's, it's gonna get me. Every I'm only time halfway through this bitch too. This is gonna be tough. Oh, I love it. Uh, let's on the other side talk about this amazing bracket that we hosted here on the Soda Pod, uh, the first annual Malt Madness. We have a winner, and we have a ton of shout-outs uh, to give, and uh, we're going to run down uh, just the plan for giving out uh, some, uh, well, gift cards that we talked about. So on the other side, Malt Madness. Then we got some Christmas stuff to talk about. Uh, no more hockey, maybe a little bit towards the end here on the holiday special of the Soda Pod. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Some enforcer based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Semenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Kocher, who's down on the ice, holding the back of his head. Um, you know, actually, what, what really surprised me, especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation, was Grimson over Colton Orr. That actually, that voting really surprised me. I didn't think that would happen. Don't forget to catch the Fourth Line Voice podcast wherever you find your podcast, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Mark Bergevin. And everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah, blah, blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. You know, he would uh, have to be at the bar and he's like, oh, I just had a penis colada. And the girls would like give a double take and be like, what? He's like, yeah, I had the penis colada. You know, I, it's not bad. You know, this. Enforcer based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from. Pigeon, great timing on the live stream, zooming in on Hoppy's face as he uh, he just put that one back because he knew he couldn't keep sipping on it and actually uh, go through a whole segment. Um, Hoppy, I'll give you a few seconds here to recover, then I'll hand things over to you to talk about Malt Madness. It's been wrapped up. We have a crown. We have a winner. What a tournament it was. Uh, early rounds, kind of like the... I don't know, kind of like the NBA. You knew you knew who's being knocked out in the first round, but we went to you know round two and three, and it became like the Stanley Cup playoffs. It was uh, it was a hard it was a hard battle for some of these te- or I was gonna say some of these teams for for some of these breweries, and um, yeah, and, and what a what a tournament it was. It was a ton of fun hosting it here at the Soda Pod. Uh, Hoppy, you know, did a lot of work organizing it. It was co-presented by Brewery Travels Joel there, and he helped pump it and you know talked about it and the beers that he actually tried here on the podcast. Uh, but I'll hand it over to Hoppy here because he was, like I said, the one who organized it really. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't have had this great event without him. And we're going to have many more moving forward because we had such great success uh, with uh, Malt Madness. So, uh, first of all, Hoppy, thanks for doing this, man. It was awesome. 
No, it was a lot of fun. And speaking of great battles, I can't even taste the second beer right now. Like I don't, I couldn't tell you that I'm drinking an IPA after what Q just subjected me to. So I'm not even sure what to do to fix that. Just drink um, a little whiskey, man. That'll clean it right. That'll clean your palate. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. So that's next. Um, no, man, a lot of fun though, especially to see like which breweries stepped up and actually like wanted to participate. Like some early on kind of went through the motions, like shared it once. Cause I required it. Some didn't even do that. And to see the ones, obviously, like Invictus, who won, you got Uda Pills that, like, really took it and ran with it. Um, it it's just fun to see people actually cared about it because it could have just fallen flat on its face. Yeah, and, I mean, you said it there. There were so many, there were so many fans of a few of the breweries who just went nuts. You know, there were some days where... You know, I'm used to seeing every now and then when I look at my phone, like a few notifications here on the SodaPod account. It's usually me and my other accounts retweeting or liking the stuff. But there were so many new followers, so many new people just retweeting with comments, being like, vote for this brewery. I love it because of, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's what we wanted to see. Um, you know, we wanted to also help promote some of these smaller breweries out there. Um and I think we did that a little bit here. And, you know, the, the amount of eyes that we had, the amount of participation in each round um, was unbelievable. And, you know, shout out to the champions, Invictus. They, uh, th Hoppy can speak to it here a little bit more, but they were the ones who probably came uh, and rounded the troops uh, the most in this entire tournament. Oh, my God. And it was funny. Even, like, yesterday, I think it was, they messaged me. They're like, we just can't hang with all of Modest's followers. And I'm like, so you're giving up? And like nothing, crickets in response. And then all of a sudden, just retweet, retweet, retweet. They got everything they needed. <laughs> and I saw one comment that was hilarious too. It's like, you know, I don't like their beer, but I love their food. So I'm going to, I voted for them anyways. And I was like, fucking rights, man. I mean, um, you're paraphrasing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, of course. It said their food is better than their beer. Yeah, something. Not, like I don't it. like their beer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, was dramatic effect here, Hoppy. You called me out on it. But anyways. Um, you don't speak that way about our champion. And Modest also uh, did a great job of uh, participating. You know, they, they were great in every round, but this round as well. They were they were watching it, and that's what I loved. Both of these breweries um, were, were watching and, and really cared who won. And, at, man, it was 50-50. I'd say throughout most of – 80% of the four days that this poll was up. It was 50-50 the whole time. And it was like, Modest got the early lead, like you said. Yeah, I voted super early. And like I'm like, oh, Modest is going to run away with this. And then like I looked today and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was unbelievable. And again, I, I can't wait to do more of these, Hobby. Well, and to your point on like the smaller breweries too, like we had, uh, oh, Ineffable. I, I won't make Isha try and say it. In um, inevitable <laughs> my brother went out and visited them like after the first round to try out their beer and like someone was like yeah that kind of sucked like we ended up getting matched up with i think it was like lift bridge is a big one and then the owner's like what are you talking about we got like 18 percent votes against them that that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> oh i love they're just happy to be included when like they're right like really new to the scene i think they had like 30 twitter followers when it started it's fun. Hey, we gave him a little bit of the THPN bump. There you go. I think uh, now that we've crowned a champion for the first ever Malt Madness, we uh, we need to send them a trophy of some sort. Or a oh, it's already been discussed. They yeah. can hang it on so, their wall. And so you you yeah, talk about it. I about had it. talked about it already, Joey, and they messaged me today. They're like, so like, 
are we talking trophy or what's the deal here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, are you going to put it in the tap room? They're like, oh yeah, we got a spot. <laughs> yeah. So Hoppy and I are actually working on getting them like a legit fucking plaque. It's not like, going to happen overnight, but we're going to get something figured out. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the thing. We don't want to just like buy some generic thing. We want this, you know, soda pod and uh, Invictus. Uh, we want it beautiful. Get them the little like soccer player trophy. <laughs> <laughs> A ribbon. No, no, no. This thing's going to be displayed and people are going to walk in and be like, what is that? And they're going to be like, let me tell you about this podcast. And uh, there you go. Win, win, baby. So, uh, so there you go. So anything, uh, you know, we, we also, people were inquiring about, we said we were going to give away gift cards for this hoppy. Yeah, we already got started on that process, but uh, still validating who didn't, didn't follow the requirements. So just know that we're going to be giving away eight gift cards, not four, eight. And uh, it'll be announced, if not tomorrow, definitely by the end of the week. You'll, worst case scenario, get a Christmas present. Look, hey, Scott, um, Scott, how many gift cards are you guys giving out? Eight. Okay. Who? Um, no, actually, we're, we're, we're feeling very generous this holiday season. And tomorrow... Um, I may or may not do a I may may or not do a scheduled soda pod program, a, a smaller one with my roommate Sammy. He told me it just depends how much vino's in him. If he's got the liquid courage, he said he'd do a podcast with me. We talk uh, we talk a little sports because he is a sports guy. He's actually a Vikings fan, believe it or not. So maybe we'll talk a little football. And Hoppy's gonna be like, "What the hell? Talking football without me?" But uh, uh, Sammy did say he'd he'd make some content, and that'll also give us give me an opportunity to announce some of the winners there. Um, so not set in stone, which is why we wanted to do this uh, whole podcast uh, a day early to make sure that you folks got some content this week. Uh, but we may do a bonus episode tomorrow where we may announce them live. So stay tuned. Yep, and we do have to say with that, this being the Christmas episode, before we jump into. Everything we're going to talk Christmas. The cream um, of the crop. We we got sports on Christmas that everyone can be excited about. First off, y- you won't hear me say it often, but the Vikings are probably going to win on Christmas because now they're basically eliminated from the playoffs. They got nothing to win for, and they're going up against the Saints, who they always happen to find a way to beat. I, I think Vikings plus seven could be a good bet. I don't know. We'll see. Hey. You heard it. Uh, you heard it from the state of Hoppy, and he's uh, he's never wrong, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do not bet your mortgage on that. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. I'm super pumped for the World Juniors. I know the the germ the Germany team. They're playing Canada in the exhibition game. Um, you know, coming up, and what sucked about that was. Basically, when Germany went to quarantine, when uh, the eight players were tested positive, they. <laughs> They lined up the schedules where it was like, I believe it was like 13 days after or something like that is when they got their test and they're just like crossing their fingers. They're like, okay, like hopefully no one's still positive or else we can't go through this exhibition game. Uh, but I know Canada will be playing Germany uh, just, just around uh, Christmas too. Well, and Rossi plays against USA, which is more exciting. Well, well speaking of Rossi, uh, Russo just tweeted, he just got a two and 10. He's going to be up for discipline after the game. So <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, so he he could be suspended. Oh, I also stand corrected. He uh, plays against the U.S. on the 26th. Uh, We got Russia, which plenty of uh, wild players there, too. Man, this this World Junior is going to be so much fun. I feel like, I I don't know, obviously it's it's just so different without 
well, obviously within these COVID times without fans and having, and just the situation where the, a lot of them came into Edmonton and Red Deer who have just like had to live in a hotel room and not even really hit the ice. Like they're going to, I feel like it's going to be more intense. Like these kids are going to have more to play for this year. Like, you know, we sacrificed a lot to be here. Let's fucking go. Fair. Uh, before we transition out of sports, uh, Pigeon, can you get the graphic up that Joey requested? Because I know he wanted to hit on this real quick before we leave the sports realm. And it, uh... Yeah, so, uh, those of you who aren't viewing uh, on Facebook Live or wherever you may be watching, uh, we are currently looking at a tweet from the Arizona Coyotes, and they titled <laughs> it The New West. So it's a map of California, Nevada, Colorado, Arizona, and then next or above Colorado is Minnesota. And then next to Minnesota and Colorado is Missouri. Yeah, that's uh, something. Something isn't right about that. Joey so, moved uh, yeah, back to Minnesota, not my choice. Yeah. I love how they put the, the north arrow in the top right of the picture, too. Like, um, they're trying to be accurate here, but they're just throwing states around wherever they want. Man, I mean, don't the Arizona Coyotes have enough problems? I mean, they don't know fucking geography now. Like, I'm Canadian. I know that's wrong. I know you down south don't know where any of the provinces are, but fair enough. Like, that's not true. I know you're from Vancouver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not a province. That's out west. <laughs> um, little Brosif says, uh, of the four of you, who would win a game of Ooh. NHL on Xbox? So the caveat there decides it. Because I might have said Joey, but if it's on Xbox, I'll probably beat him because he plays PlayStation. Yeah, same. I'm PlayStation as well. I'm Xbox, but Hoppy's got me. I don't know. Pew, what, if, what if you were Hoppy, Canada, are you good? Japan? What would happen then? I'm, it's 50 50 then. So Hoppy and Q, you guys are like, you're fucking good, eh? No, Hoppy's good. So I'm so bad that I have to be Team USA and Hoppy's Team Japan. No, no, no. You're Canada. Don't. Well, I'm Canada, which is like 99, 99, 99, everything. How are you? And Hoppy's like Japan, which is like 57, 52, and 51. And he scores three goals with Ushi Teriyaki or whatever. <laughs> That's actually pretty damn good. Cool. beats me three to two. <laughs> I had like 47 shots on goal. He had like four. Oh, so Isha, freshman year of college when we met each other. he I had have this, a story like, too, so I love this. He like rode on the wall with like blacklight markers and had blacklights in the room. And we had a scoreboard for our games of NHL. And we did a rivalry scoreboard, and it was Canada versus Japan. And it reached the point that it was two to two, and he refused to give me the opportunity to oh, take the lead. Man. So he just left it at that and cut his off. Oh, cute. I was like, there's no way I'm going to let other people into my room to see that I'm losing in that game. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Um, It's funny, Hoppy. Now I'm really, I really want to see you take on uh, Dylan because he's fucking good, too. I'm not that good anymore. In college, I was pretty good. I'm probably not that great anymore. I think well, that I mean, Dylan hasn't pretty... played in a while either, but like whenever I like get into it and I play for like, you know, a month, two months straight, you know, kind of get everything back, I play him and I still lose like 6-2. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? As long as it's not on one of the old gaming consoles, right, Joey? I know we've already told that story, but <laughs> have I told the again? You'll be fine. Have I told the vodka story? Do you guys want to hear so. a quick one? Okay, before we transition into Christmas talk here, so 
so um there was like oh, what was it i think it was called scoff fest but most deaf was playing at this music festival and it wasn't like a huge music festival it was like at like the pier in downtown victoria so it wasn't huge um but there was like i don't know ska music punk like punk ska bands and some hip-hop throughout the evening and there was bands from like noon to i think like 10 p.m so <laughs> like 10 a.m we eat our breakfast 11 rolls around i think we were like catching like a bus or something downtown at like noon or one um just a little bit late didn't want to catch the opening bands and around yeah it must have been like 11 30 whipped out the vodka and was like you know we need we need a little pre-game here and so we decided to you know we'll play uh we'll play nhl and that will be our drinking game and us being the naive like 21 year olds we were we were like okay these are the rules and we'll be fine caveat like we'll, we'll be fine these are the rules you, you get scored against you have to take a shot you take a penalty you have to take a shot uh end of period if you're losing you have to take a shot and if you lose a fight you have to take a shot um i went down five to one in the first period i lost two fights and i took three penalties that was the first period I don't I honestly have no idea what happened in the second and third. But uh but pigeon jog my memory. Like it was it was like you drank two, so it was a it was a long game. Uh yeah, okay. So it, I don't know. It was like a 10 to 5 game sort of thing when all said and done. I love that any any hockey fan or video game fan that plays NHL and went to college has a pregame story that involves drinking to NHL. Yeah. It's a, it's a staple of college. I mean, we did the same thing. We obviously didn't do shots for all those. We just did drinks. I mean, yeah, well, we, we sometimes did shots, but nothing. Yeah. nothing that so, so end of the story here, we somehow get on the fucking bus. And I'm clearly, I like, I lost a couple of fights. I took a lot of penalties as I do in, in real life playing hockey and in the game. And, um, and we got, we get downtown and like, I just, I just start throwing up everywhere. Like in the stands, in the ocean, like, and I end up sleeping for like three hours on the like on the water, like next to the water on the pier. You know, Dylan uh, comes back like three hours later. He's like, "You good?" And like most stuff didn't go on till nine. I was like, "I'm good." Drank some water, ate a burger, <laughs> and uh, there's more to the story that I won't get into on this podcast. I'll tell off the air because more happened that night. But uh, I-, I was good. We bust home, had a good night's sleep. Uh, the hangover ensued around like eight p.m. But you know, we got through it. We got through it. It's okay. You're talking to three idiots that would pre-game an all-you-can-drink Thursday night bar. So, yeah, oh, that's dangerous. There was there was one day like junior year. I went over to Hoppy's room at like five o'clock, and I'm like, I want to play NHL and drink. I had this thing like junior year. I found seventy proof root beer snaps, and I loved root beer barrels. <laughs> no, root beer barrels. So we every time we got scored on, you had to do a root beer barrel, which was half a sixteen ounce McGolden plus a shot of root beer. Ooh. And, and I was going out for dinner in like one hour. So I'm like, I got a whole hour to play. I think he beat me like 7 1, 8 3, and 9 1. I'm getting flashbacks, Q. I know exactly And then, what I'm feeling. <laughs> and then <laughs> my buddy, conservative mom took us out for his birthday dinner. And like, we weren't even supposed to have alcohol in like our room. That's why I went over to play NHL with Scotty. And like, uh, she goes, What do you want? I go, The steak. She go, The guy goes, Which one? I go, The expensive one. I couldn't even. <laughs> Oh man, dude, rubber barrels are dangerous. Joey, yeah. you and I got buried on them playing golf. Yes, we did. The sugar well, drinks. We, me, me and you finished a case of beer and uh, a liter or a seven five of root beer schnapps. Well, that was the hundred proof too, right? Yep. And the best part about that, Joey, is I put that on my resume the next year because I organized an activity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you boys are awesome! I love it. This is great. 
Man, we could go off about the college drinking story, so maybe we'll save that for like a fucking summer episode or when the yeah. NHL gets locked out again. But yeah, anyway, even like scratch the surface. So oh, dude, same, same here. And we can't, we can't even dig any deeper probably because we're on a live podcast. But anyways, let's move on to talk about. You know, this is the holiday special. We got some Christmas topics to dive into. We teased them earlier. Uh, best Christmas shows, best Christmas songs, and probably a little more sprinkled, sprink sprinkled in there i'm just losing it already hey, pigeon, pigeon, can you cut uh isha off of that pumpkin ale no <laughs> give him more it was this boys it was this pre-game okay <laughs> there was also a lot of that okay on the other side we got some christmas talk thanks to everyone joining the live stream facebook youtube twitter and twitch and those listening back on the podcast a day early episode 112 of the soda pod we're getting festive on the other side Wait, what the fuck? It's a fucking pigeon. Hoppy, you look like you want to say something. I don't know. I'm I'm still like kind of bothered that there's no way, Q, that I can rate the second beer that I'm drinking because I still like it. Like, there's not a lot of taste there, and I'm very convinced that that's due to your whatever the science experiment was. There's got to be something you can do about that, Joey. I'm disappointed that you left there in the break because this video is pretty much for your eyes. I, I already saw it on Twitter. Don't worry. Okay. Um, yeah, another producer pigeon production featuring the pigeon, as you can see. Um, I don't know. We were told to do extra content here on the Hockey Podcast Network, so there you go. It was weird. <laughs> he like kind of fluctuated on how strong he was from scene to scene. Yeah. Um, didn't have any hockey sticks too, which kind of sucked. Um, I was telling Hoppy before, uh, one of the many excuses I have for being late. Uh, the latest one, anyways, was I picked up my car from the shop and I had hockey sticks in my car and I didn't have them this morning. So there you go. The pigeon was without hockey sticks. Um, let's get into some Christmas talk here, boys. We got some topics lined up. Hoppy, I'll hand this over to you to start uh, this segment. All right. Do we want to start negative and work positive or start positive and work negative? Let's Always negative first. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that's not just, shocked that Joey would pick negative, I was but just say positive because it's a you know it's the holiday season. But fine. No, we're gonna work towards positive so we can end on a good note. So Isha, Joey's the guest. So. I'm I'm very sorry. You and Dylan gave me a request. I fulfilled the request and watched the Christmas special of Trailer Park Boys. I still don't think it's that funny of a show. Really? Like oh. it was fine. I didn't dislike it, but if that's like. What you're gonna use to try and pitch me? Like it's just not my thing, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the, enough I mean, everyone. good moments for sure, and it kind of goes off the theme of a lot of the good Christmas episodes for different shows that I've seen. Is like there's always one, if not several, characters that are like delusional about some aspect of Christmas, and Ricky is 
quite convinced that Santa and God are one and the same. Dude, Ricky's the best part of that show. When he's just like handing out joints in the church, how many I, people are stoned here? Like, Everyone like puts up their hand. How many people's drunk? He's a less funny Kenny Powers for me. Oh, I don't know. They're so different. They're so different. Oh, not from that one episode right there. It's, <laughs> they're pretty similar. <laughs> I mean, hey, if, if that's the comparison, I'll take it. I'll take it. But again, like I, I feel like the Trailer Park Boys is a show that people are either like a hundred percent all in, will defend it until they die, like myself, or you know, meh, it's okay. No, that's fair. I'm just not. Yeah, I agree with that. Like to me, I it rolls off my so shoulders. Like I'm like, it's a show on Canadian TV. At first, <laughs> we went to Canada for a month when I was like playing hockey. My dad sat in the hotel room and laughed his ass off the whole time. So your dad has good taste, my friend. Yeah, 75-year-old man who thinks the best show on earth is Trailer Fucking Park Boys. right. So we got to bring him on the podcast for like a whole Trailer Park Boys segment. <laughs> Joey, your thoughts since we're on this topic. I'll watch it if it's on. Um, I won't seek it out, but it's a good background show. I mean, you can binge watch it. It's Pigeons jumping in, boys. You guys disgust me. That's all I'm going to say. Letter Kenny's Joe, better. Letter oh, Kenny's better. That's absolutely correct. No, and Joey, no, I got to ask. No, fuck no. I, I was just going to really irk the Canadians right on the now. show. Pull Would question. you rather watch uh, Trailer Park Boys or Teen Mom? Would I? Yeah. Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, I was going to say, Park if you Park say Teen Mom, I'm going to slap you right in the face. Virtual slap. I mean, they're both on Netflix now, but I don't know. There's just a beauty to it. Like, I don't know. Maybe you boys haven't lived in enough small towns. Maybe Joey has <laughs> to know just the beauty of it where like you when they're just like burning shit in the middle of the street and then just like leave it there and then just walk away like that scene in particular. Like, there's no like comedic aspect to it. But you just think about like <laughs> these guys are fucking Oh man, just trailer trash. So, it's hilarious. They way overplayed in this specific episode Ricky's inability to drive. Like it got old really fast for me. F fair enough. Fair enough. It's basically a less funny, it's always sunny. Which is a great transition. I don't know You're welcome. how much we want to get into this because this is the like furthest thing from a family family friendly episode for Christmas. But oh my god, that's that's easily my top five. It's hard for me to, I guess, give you an actual like one through five, but that is firmly planted within the top five. Holy shit. And Joey, we're talking about Ricky who like has delusions about how Christmas works. <laughs> First, we learn about Max upbringing, which he thinks that the whole tradition is to run around house to house with his family, grab presents, and then run away when the next family shows up. <laughs> And he is not at all aware that they are robbing presents from people. And he's like, well, no. And that's, you know, whenever I'd get home, there wouldn't be presents left at my house because someone else did it to us. I'm like, oh, shit. And, and, and then, then, you even, have, then you have Dennis finding out his mom sleeps with all the Santas. No, no, no. That's Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, sorry, Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Charlie yeah. thinks that, like, there's just a ton of Santas that show up and bring presents when really it's guys bringing random stuff and giving it to him as they go upstairs to well whatever and so then later charlie thinks he has his anger under control and sees a santa at the mall and couldn't go further in verbally and physically assaulting this santa because he thinks this santa banged his mom yo i'm gonna i'm gonna cut in quick with a quick uh producer picture reminded me of a, a hockey related christmas story oh um 
if you listen to Spit and Chicklets, you may remember, I think they mentioned this like a year ago, but do you remember the story about Jeff Courtnell robbing his neighbor's uh, Christmas lights? Do you remember that story? I don't think I do. Okay, so this happened in, in uh, on Vancouver Island, actually in Victoria, in like one of the nicest parts of Victoria, Oak Bay. <laughs> so Jeff Courtnell fucking like his i guess he has some neighbors down the road who really like go all out for christmas lights and to the point where like they invite the rich ass friends to come and like drink wine and like just like in awe appreciate them sort of thing so when they were out for dinner with some friends that he knew were gonna they were gonna bring back over and try to impress them with their christmas lights he you know strategically got a bunch of people to help him take down the entire christmas lights set it up at his house Okay, and then just, nope, I think I do know what yeah, you're talking about now. Yes. And then just wait and watch it happen. So I, I, I did some work. Um, I worked for a, a, a custom millwork company when I lived in Victoria through college, and they just did high-end houses. So, like, for example, I did I worked on a house that was across from Mike Gillis, like former GM of the Vancouver Canucks. And I know the area and I know which house is it's Courtnell's. And I heard the podcast and literally a week later worked in that area. And it, I was just killing myself laughing because I just pictured it. I was like this. And it's they're small houses, boys. Like they're like in like forest near a beach. And it's just like the amount of work this guy must have done. And then they were pissed. Right. So they went back like, we know it's Jeff. He fucking did this. Like we know it was him. <laughs> oh, man. And apparently the cops like went there and he's like, no, these are my Christmas lights. Like, why would I steal someone's Christmas lights and put it up like this? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, Jeff Courtney, like the Courtney brothers, it's funny how like um oh his name escapes me. Who what was the 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 other brother's name? The the younger brother who played for the Canadians. Scott? Is it Scott? No. Oh, this is terrible. As a Canadian, I should know. As someone from Vancouver fucking island, I should know, since they are both from this fucking island. Russ Courtney, that's what it is. Um, you know, like he was the hockey guy growing up, but Jeff Courtney didn't start playing hockey really at a high level. Uh, until he was 18 years old. He was more of a soccer guy and ended up making the NHL, played with the Vancouver Canucks, made some good runs, and uh, became a master. Apparently, he was a mastermind behind the pranks and uh, yeah, the Christmas light story uh, plays ode to that. So I thought, I'd, uh, you know, producer Pigeon reminded me of that to wanted to share that here on the podcast. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into the what we actually want to talk about this segment, Hoppy. Still talking about tv shows I yeah mean, yeah but, but like, let's, get into, let's, let's get into like the ranking and whatnot and give right now i'm just throwing out good ones okay it's, sorry, we can do that put them in order but we can certainly rank them the one that i know isha will like that's kind of along the same lines of delusion before i know q has one that he really wants to talk about um in friends when they have the holiday armadillo because that was, that was Ross, one on my list ross can't find the uh christmas or the Santa costume, so he buys an armadillo one and convinces his kid that it's a thing. And it's like the, <laughs> the it's most a bad costume. It's the uh, the most ugly ass costume you ever find. <laughs> I was reading a bunch of lists like um, yesterday and today of just like what some of the consensus best Christmas episodes as far as like sitcoms go, and that one was in everybody's top five. It's a solid um, one. Joey Q, do you have anyone that stands out for you? For me, anyone from that 70s show, I think season three and season one were the were the best. Good ones. Yeah, they got they got some good ones, but what about you two? Q, you can go first. I really like the office, and I know like me and Hoppy have talked about it a little bit where he feels like seasons like eight and nine kind of drop off. And I feel like uh the Dwight Christmas in season nine is hysterical. 
when he dresses up as Bell Snickle, which is like the German guy who whips people. Oh yeah. <laughs> That is a solid. I remember one. that. I won't argue that as far, especially as far as the later ones go. Yeah, it's just like a gem, and the kind. Maybe it's because the rest of the seasons kind of like not puts you to sleep, and then I just like I just like that at Christmas time makes me smile. <laughs> no, that that is a good one. I'd say that's a hidden gem as far as like Office Christmas shows. Obviously, like Dude, my Penny favorite Christmas is so good. My favorite Office Christmas scene is at the uh, the Christmas like gift exchange I when swap, dude. That well, Yankees Poppy. We had that as a drop when we did radio with Stick and Rink. Like that, that's a big deal here. But um, the 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 scene when Jeff like uh um or no, it was, who did get who did Creed get the shirt to? Jim. Jim. Sorry. When he gave it to Jim and he like whips out the shirt and the arms sleeves are too small. He's like, Creed literally just went into his closet, grabbed his shirt and threw it in a plastic bag. And it goes to Creed's like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I also love when Creed shows up with blood on him on Halloween. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's Halloween today. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like when when uh, Michael's like, there's been a murder. And Creed's like, give me one second. And then you just see him like bolt to his car and he just gets the fuck out. <laughs> just gone i don't know man i still think benny hana christmas is my favorite christmas one from the office between the entire exchange that happens when they're at benny hana and then after the fact they go back and bring two of the the servers with them and michael can't remember which one is which so he gets a sharpie and marks her arm <laughs> oh Ooh, man. this is a very so i don't care if Die Hard is a Christmas Read movie. out the comment, Hoppy. There's people listening on the podcast here. On the podcast, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? My so, take is I don't care, but if it is, then I think Step Brothers is a better Christmas movie. Ooh, that's a hot take. Uh, Lil Brosev, thanks for joining us on the live stream, by the way. Thanks, everyone, joining us on the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, I would say Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie, but I will, I'll concede to what Hoppy said there. If, if, if that's going to be the category, then yeah, I agree. Great. They don't seem to care. Riveting. I, I've never seen Die Hard, so I'm just going to comment. You seen Die Hard? No. I mean, so it's I'll, like, I'll be the first. Is, yes, I like I get Die Hard's not technically a Christmas movie genre, but I just I'm not into the the Christmas specials or all of that. I think what I are think you doing here then on this podcast. Why did Hoppy fucking invite you? Uh, because the Grinch is a great movie, and we need exactly. Grinch. Yeah, no, but have you guys seen the new one on Netflix? They like the third new one, but I did actually. Um, I'm not. I like the for me. I like the original. I like the first one, the old school one. Same with like Charlie Brown Christmas. I watch all that shit when uh, you know on the twenty fifth. Got it. I actually thought the new one. Like I didn't think I'd like it. Like I'm like I saw the original. Like I don't need to watch it again. And but the brand new one I thought was really good. It's not bad. Like I I wasn't like overly impressed, but I wasn't. I watched it being like you know this was way better than I thought going into it. Um, I can't say the same for Mulan. Was not impressed there. Did not watch it. <laughs> We're really taking a turn. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk Netflix cheesy Christmas movies, like no, I just, I just, I, I just recently watched it and it was first of mine. This nine percent is really getting in my head. I haven't had dinner, boys. But it's the Christmas special. But uh, so, moving back to the TV shows, you can't, you can't miss or leave out the Simpsons, um, Halloween, or yep. only of their the prime. pilot, the pilot, Joey yep. was a Christmas special. Yep, the Simpsons roasting on an open fire. So 
Yeah, I mean that's that's probably their best Christmas episode, if not one of very few. Shane, uh, Shane nice commenting. an S tier actor. Yeah, saying Jim Carrey's an S tier actor. Shane, what the fuck? You're Canadian, bro. <laughs> Why would you say such a thing? <laughs> um, no, no I'm, I'm surprised that The Simpsons didn't do more Christmas. I mean, in their first ten seasons, which are known to be their really prime best best seasons they've only they only referenced christmas four times and um this was basically their only christmas special which was which was what their pilot the other one was mr plow uh that's a good one christmas really isn't referenced in that but it's clearly about christmas um another one by the same writer is futurama um i love that show by the way it's yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites their their Christmas specials it was funny but it kind of brought the more drama aspect into the show. Um, that, that's a good one. And then Parks and Rec, the Christmas scandal episode. That's a, a pretty solid Christmas episode. Pigeon, you're a Parks and Rec guy. You, you know, you know. The they Christmas had a couple of good Christmas ones. Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't. I've only watched a little bit of Parks and Rec. I haven't like dove into it like I did The Office. I do like it. Don't get me wrong. And I'm I'm like I don't know eight or eight episodes in right now. So like I'm, I know the characters and I'm, I'm hooked. I just don't have the time to finish it. But, it's, uh, it's better than the office by far. Really? Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know from what I've seen thus I far. Them side by side. The first season I, of parks and rec sucks. Once they get rid of Brandanowitz, it's way better. And also just like, it's all about developing the characters. Yeah. Like once you get into the middle seasons, it is so much better. Yeah. I'll vouch. Interesting. Cause like I'm, I'm a huge office. Like I've seen in, I've I've seen it many times through, but again I haven't seen Parks and Rec yet, so I'll uh, I'll hold my critique until I've seen it. Um, any any other shows we want to throw out there, boys, before we move on to maybe some uh, Christmas songs? A little like shot backwards, uh, Festus from Seinfeld. Oh, how could I forget? Thank you. Like it's for the rest of us. <laughs> yes, that that's one of the you know j- that's not one of the best just Christmas episodes. That one that's one of the best Seinfeld episodes in my opinion. Yeah, then um, the Soup Nazi. Oh, classic, classic. That's a show that I don't know. Like, it took me a while to get into, but after I after I was into it, like, I'm I'm hooked, and I will vouch to say it was one of the best sitcoms like ever. Yeah, it's a solid show. I got the first three seasons of a six season box set one year for Christmas, so I was like, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to get next year. <laughs> Season four, five, six. Um. So here's a question before uh, before we move on to some Christmas songs here. Um. What's uh. What what show do you think uh, is better, Friends or Seinfeld? Which one would you vote for in a poll question? It's hard. I, I would vote for Friends, but I mean, it's that's. I think so too. I think I'd vote for Friends. Apples to oranges. They're both great comedies. They're just so different. But they I mean, were equally iconic. So yes. Oh, easily. Yeah, they're kind of the same time frame ish. Like. Oh yeah. Yep. Same. For me, the peaks and the valleys are so much more aggressive for Seinfeld. Like, there's some episodes that like just weren't funny to me, and there's some that were absolutely hilarious. There weren't that many that missed the mark with Friends. It was just way more consistent. Hey, that's yeah. a good argument. I like that. I um, I watched a lot of Seinfeld as a little kid. I didn't watch Friends until like it was on Netflix and stuff later on. So. It's hard for me to judge. Yeah, I got a, I got a special connection to friends because uh, when I uh, when I first experimented with the hippie lettuce, I oh what's up dog? Joey's one year. Um, I remember like 16, 17 years old. I, I there was like a deal for every single DVD at uh, 
I don't know, at, at one of the, the, the shops here in Nanaimo for like, I think they were like seven bucks for the whole season. And so I bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> I bought them all and uh, and the boys would just come over late night. We'd just watch Friends and eat to Sour Patch Kids until, uh, until we dropped. So <laughs> Friends is just like, I got a little special connection to Friends there. And just uh, a quick PSA for people. Uh, the Office is no longer on Netflix starting January 1. So if you haven't seen all these Office Christmases that we talked about. What matter time? Well, it's because NBC's releasing. It's, it's NBC, right? They're releasing yeah, their, yeah. Yeah. Their, so their own streaming service. That's why. Yeah. They already, they, have they already took off Parks and Rec off of Netflix. Okay. I don't even think we had Parks and Rec in Canada on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. It's on Amazon. I think Hulu has it in the States. Yeah, or they did at one point. Did yeah. Yeah, we, we ain't giving Hulu any free ads here on the Soda Pot, all right, Joey? We already gave Netflix one, so yeah. Well, Netflix is all right. Um, okay. Uh, let's talk about some uh, Christmas songs, boys. Um, I uh, I I outlined my my. I don't know if they're my like top three nailed down like set in stone but they're my top three tonight anyways because we're we're playing these today in the office and uh, i'm i i really love these i'm gonna throw them out there uh have you guys heard so death row you know you know the the old uh record label there actually it's still going but anyways they released a christmas album when like dr dre was still producing snoop dogg basically at the height of death row records they had an all christmas album and they had this one song called uh, santa claus go straight to the ghetto and I would listen to this thing all year long. It's so fucking good. So that's that's one of my favorite Christmas songs uh, right now. Anyways, um, "Happy Holidays, You Bastard" by Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thirty seconds of just gold, ladies and yep. gentlemen. Yeah, I, I I fucking love that one too. And uh, I would say "Christmas in L.A." is probably the best one though, and that's by an L.A. band called Wolfpack. And uh, they play just kind of straight blues, funk, jazz. They did a song called Christmas in LA and they had a music video where I I'd say one of the best music videos I've ever seen. And I'm a huge music guy. Um, and, and this song is iconic to the point where like, I don't know, Producer Pigeons had it on his show. Or, sorry, Dylan and Producer Pigeon have both featured it on Soda Pod and Stick Hungry Podcast as uh, as featured intros. Um, that this not this season, but last season on the Soda Pod, and I've I've been hearing it's it's been making the rounds on the the Hockey Podcast Network Damn, as well. The, it's the Dylan played it. Yes. Holy shit! It's a yes. low bar, bud. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of the it's one of the best Christmas songs out there, boys. I, I can't believe more people haven't uh, gone on board with it. I think even the Stick Hungry Podcast did a poll question and didn't get enough love. I'm just saying. Um, my um, my last one, my honorable mention. This one's thrown at old school. Baby, it's cold outside. I fucking love that song. Yeah, I think that's the top for me, probably. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just it's a classic, and yet like it's still every year like sounds good. And any cover of it sounds good too, in my opinion. I haven't heard yeah. a bad cover of it. Hobby. Yeah, like I said I, I hate Christmas music, so uh, thank you. No, I, I didn't. I, that's why I didn't ask you. I was just about to say, yeah, but, but there is one great Christmas song that I mean you have to listen to. It's by Weird Al Yankovic, and it's uh, "The Night Santa Went Crazy." Oh yes, I totally forgot about that one. That one's great. So okay. that that and uh, <clears throat> Blink One Eight Two, you can't go wrong with those two. 
When I, mean, I told Isha how much you liked Blink-182, he was so excited that he'd have something to say that you'd actually agree with. <laughs> it's a podcast first. Well, they, they have another Christmas song, don't they, Joey? Uh, I think so, yeah. I, I think it's called, like, I Won't Be Home for Christmas. I know Blink-182. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did a, a whole Christmas album. Yep. So one of the few. And I, I was going to say, like, I didn't want to just put, like, Mariah Carey and Michael Buble up there because they're, like, they're at the top. They're the cream of the crop for the Christmas albums. But uh, that's why I threw these songs out there. Yeah, there's a YouTube that I like to listen to called Christmas Music Mix, and it's, like, the best trap in dubstep EDM Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I put it on in the office, and people, like, walk by and literally stop and go, what is he listening to? <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. Is it, are, there, are there like crazy ass like drops? Like Christmas? Yeah, like, yeah it's like oh it will be a normal Christmas song and they drop to like Wu-Tang Clan real quick <laughs> and then just drop right back to Christmas. And like... Oh, see, like I'm not a huge dubstep guy to be perfectly honest, Q. I even joke. I'm not say, either. Like, okay, I okay. only listen to it during Christmas time. Okay, well then I'm, you're going to have to send me some of that shit because okay, yeah. I'm very curious because like I, I even joke like when I talk like music, I'm like, I like all genres of music except for dubstep because I usually say the dubstep is just noise. I know Shane's going to grill me for that because he's a dubstep guy. But uh, but I'm yeah, curious about Christmas the Christmas is a whole different thing. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like dubstep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Hop, Hoppy, have you cleaned your palate with uh, some whiskey? I haven't seen it yet. Well, I've had whiskey. It's just not like working at all. Either that or there's not much flavor to the beer, which I don't think is the case. So it's just my taste buds are destroyed. But... What's the second beer you're drinking there? So this one is from Fair State. It's called Flavor Pop Technology. Ooh. It's an IPA. Um, it's supposed to have a lot of flavor, and it doesn't. So yeah, I was going to say, so the flavor is not popping tonight. Bright citrus and tropical fruit hazy IPA. That is not what I taste. And I don't think that's them because they have really good beers. So, <laughs> and thank you, Q. It's it's basically the beer equivalent of burning my tongue on way too hot uh, frozen pizza that I've cooked. Got too excited and ate it, and now I can't taste anything for three days. So, that's that's exciting. Um, as far as the Christmas music goes, like I'm like Joey. I really, by and large, don't enjoy Christmas music. Um, the one that I liked, which it kind of stems, I, I heard of it the first time on that 70s show, but it's Father Christmas. And then literally just like a week ago, one of my favorite bands, Dispatch, dropped a cover of Father Christmas. So now that is my favorite. Um, if we're going to loosen the rules, though, and say holiday, yeah, music, yeah, it is 1000 times going to be Joey already knows. Joey, you can say it for me. Nope, you got it. Oh, man. Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song on SNL. It's just so good. That hits. I knew it. I make my family listen to it every year. They know it's coming. They suffer through it. Don't care. It makes me so happy. And then if I'm going to pick a number three, it's going to be uh, everyone's seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Paul Rudd's character in that actually does a play on a Christmas song, and it goes, oh, the weather outside is weather. <laughs> Love it. I haven't. I have not heard that one. That's that's it. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. You haven't. You said you've seen the movie. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember that scene. Yeah, they're they're doing the surfing thing. The whole like, oh, you're doing too much. You got to do less. And oh, the weather outside is weather. 
That's it. I gotta watch it. Again. I've only seen the movie once. All um, right, Pigeon, you gotta find that video to pull it up. Oh, <laughs> I'll find it for you. Um, I do. My one of my favorites. I don't know when he was learning how to surf. That that's what just killed me as well. Um, but that that's a great one. Apparently um, not, because you don't remember it. It was the exact scene. Are you serious? <laughs> oh. Two for two. So the pod weeks, boys. Um, <laughs> before we transition off of uh, off hey, this. Topic, hey, Isha. Yo, what's up? I can't. I can't even do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> How about that one time that uh, Capriza followed you? Uh, he didn't follow me. It was uh, our, our guest there. Thank you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um. Did you like the additions I made in the podcast? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Any uh? Before we uh close out this segment, are there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hoppy, we'll get it on. Don't worry. Um, are there any other Christmas traditions, boys, that, that you do with friends and family? Um, we talked about drinks, you know, we talked about shows. Um, are there any other Christmas or holiday traditions for that matter? Uh, yeah, I can go. Um, so Christmas Eve is kind of our family. It's usually my my dad and my mom and then my brother and, and his family. I only have one brother, so we we keep it small. Um, but every every Christmas Eve we always open presents, drink a lot of beer. Um, a lot of whiskey, but we always, uh, instead of doing like a big, a big meal, we always deep fry basically everything. So we'll do cheese curds, wings, French fries, just kind of, and then everybody's goal for, for the year is to think of one new thing to deep fry. So you get Oreos and mushrooms and nice. different things. So that's kind of our tradition is, it's just getting together and, and deep frying, opening presents and, and just spending it with our, our immediate family. Joey, there's a place in Nanaimo here on Vancouver Island that would that was famous for deep frying Mars bars. So there's an idea for you. There we go. USA is down one nothing to Finland. So my family, like on their street, they do luminaries. So it's like the candle and the bag thin. And like what I didn't know, like I grew up with it. I always think it's cool. It lines both sides of the street. It was used to be the light that led the way to church at midnight. So now that like we don't go to church at midnight, but we still do the luminaries on the side of the street. And then it's the one time of the year that uh, my dad buys lobster for the family. So oh, baby, it's like hundred bucks a lobster and but a stick <laughs> of butter <laughs> for everybody. Hell yeah, Taylor Park boys, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> um, for us, um, we like I mentioned more recently, we generally we'll do like a whiskey tasting thing. Like we'll have a couple of bottles and we'll throw it into a blind tester and then we'll all try it and see which ones we like the best. Um, growing up, we actually had a really cool tradition that like probably wasn't nearly as cool as I thought it was at the time, but uh, I think it's like a German thing. Uh, my parents would get a little pickle ornament, like an actual like pickle and you hide it in the tree and whoever finds it gets the pickle gift. Sounds really dirty because Isha's laughing, but I love it. I love um, it. But, no, it warms my heart. That's why I'm laughing. It's like that's awesome. Like these unique Christmas holiday traditions. Yep. And Q, being an only child, he pretty much since freshman year of college, he usually just comes over to our house for Christmas activities because his family doesn't do anything except for lobster, lobster which is like an hour endeavor, and then he moves on. <laughs> yeah. So I'd always have to give like his entire family like really nice gifts and be like, thank you for all the shelter and free beer and everything else. You've done for me. Bathroom floors. Oh, they're so delightful. <laughs> and, and that goes in with all the free beer. <laughs> yeah, that too. So you no, should back onto that one. Uh, Quali has just 
endless stories about <laughs> things that have happened at my parents' house, but the best one, we found him just like, like this is at like 9.30. It's not anything crazy, and he, I don't think he was even that drunk. He just decided he was ready for bed, thought that the uh, heated bathroom tile floor seemed really warm and cozy. And he literally just got a towel for a pillow and passed out there. I just felt like I was going to be there in a matter of minutes. So it was like, why take the extra effort to walk to the bedroom to possibly throw up on the futon when you could just lay on a nice heated floor with a nice, like his talls are really nice. I might tell <laughs> victory you. Oh, that's awesome. Um, man, that, that, I was gonna I was gonna end it with my little Christmas tradition, but I kind of just want to drop the mic with that because that was awesome. Uh, well, no, Pigeon needs to play the video first. What do we go? Oh yes, do it, feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wasn't quite it, but we're gonna figure it out out there. Let's go surfing. Come on, everybody's learning how. Come on, uh, the weather outside is weather. Okay, so I don't remember that one line of the whole movie I've seen once. Come on, a, boys. you've seen it once. Yeah, I've only seen that movie once. Well, there's your problem. That's a no tremendous cinematic adventure. I will I'll watch it again this weekend. <laughs> there you go. With your two days off. Yeah, with my there two days off. Woo! I'm fucking you got home. homework. Yeah, I got homework now. Yeah, um, the state so, of Hoppy does not forget movie line, Disha. No, I, I well, trust not good ones. Yeah, trust me, I know. Um, so my my small tradition, I would go with. Uh, I just obviously this can't happen due to, to COVID, but I, I have a friend group who are pretty tight, and they all lived in one neighborhood. And we would one night, um, one house had like a theme that they would do. They would either do like cookies or a, t- a type of drink or a type of like game, and you'd it was called the Christmas tree tour, and you'd spend like an hour, an hour and a half at each house, starting at like I don't know five or, or six p.m. And you go to like, I think it was about four to five houses and, uh, and you jump to their house, you have drinks and you know, every house you get a little bit more, like you get a little bit more buckled at each house you go. Then the last house, like before midnight was the one that just had like the finger food, like the mini hot dogs, the pizzas, and just like endless amount of beer. Um, where other houses, you know, would have like custom drinks and like a little bit more of the hard bar to get that got you going. So that was a lot of fun. And something that like I did with my family as a kid. Um, when I grew up in Prince George, BC, Northern British Columbia, there was this one road that was called Candy Cane Lane. And to live on that road, you had to sign a fucking waiver that you would light up your fucking house like no other on Christmas. And so it was kind of like a little tourist attraction. We'd go to like Tim Hortons. I know as Canadian as that is, get, you know, my dad would get a coffee. We get hot chocolate. We'd walk down, check out the lights. And uh, and what I found out in Nanaimo, British Columbia, is we're uh, just, just outside of where the office, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network headquarters slash office is located. Someone posted on Facebook a, a light map of all the neighborhoods and best houses around Nanaimo that have like the best like Christmas lights, like the ones that went all out. Like I saw this one the other day, had a freaking 24-7 projection of the Grinch going outside on a massive screen where the house is just lit the fuck up. So I'm going to do that right after this podcast because I'm going to go check out all these uh, crazy houses uh, here uh, on, on the island in Nanaimo. So that's something I did. And um, I don't know, every now and then I always try to like soak up Christmas lights. So I did that with my family. I'm doing that, you know, tonight. And uh, even with like friends and I think Sammy and I are going to do it around our neighborhood uh, in Courtney. I would just walk around and literally just like rate out of five the best houses per neighborhood. And then I do a bracket at home and, you know, just get nerdy with it. And, you know, that that's what we would do. And it was just kind of tradition. Sometimes we'd even, we wouldn't go to like, 
make a bracket but we go to one neighborhood and just really like rate the house and give like real like <laughs> detailed critiques of like what how this house who maybe did a different presentation was uh, was better or worse than the other house so i don't know i'm all about the christmas lights though uh, i do preach sustainability it's the one time of year where i just scratch that off my radar <laughs> it's all out the window <laughs> so, growing up we did a similar thing man and like to anyone that's a minnesota native i didn't live on but i lived near lake minnetonka so like we had some bougie ass neighborhoods nearby that we could just drive through and it was like the most spectacular light show you'd see hey we got a question little bros of asking q i love the sign hockey pictures in the background are those signatures real <laughs> show them off show them off this one is very nice and then this one oh you should what? secure those better on your wall <laughs> this was a backstrom one that um, the signed version was like $180 and the non-signed version was like 40 bucks at least. That is not Backstrom. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's just the green pads. It's absolutely not Backstrom. Oh, Look at well, the number on the bottom. 40. That is not Backstrom. Oh. Well, anyway, I looked up who number 40 was and then I signed it one night. And it's pretty good. <laughs> Not bad, Q, you're fucking Doom stealing Nick. the show Doom this Nick. week, man. So, so who's the other goalie? I just want to make sure. <laughs> Number so 32. I'm the picture's wrong, so I think that might be Backstrom. <laughs> yeah, that one was. I'm not used to the whole webcam. Q, Q okay. show that signature again. What? Show that signature again. The good one? Yeah. Other way. Okay. okay. That looks legit. That yeah, doesn't look a legit. Worse. One. That does. <laughs> that one doesn't look. You know which one's real and which one's fake. <laughs> but uh, I had a green sharpie. It was like one thirty-five in the morning, and I was like, looked it up on Google, and I was like, let's go. It just looked bad to have one signed and one not signed. <laughs> you, I love it. You're stealing the show. Okay, before uh, before we move on here and end, and end things off here on the holiday special, what do you think of this jersey, Q? I love it. It's classic. Thank you. I, I don't think that's how you want this to go, Isha. <laughs> it's okay. I, it I may, I may I or may not. I may or may not have a jersey to show off next week that'll uh, make you all salivate. So there you go. Oh, it better not be green and yellow. <laughs> yeah, the new green and yellow. <laughs> God, yeah, you with have on it. jerseys ever. Yeah. You don't like the McDonald's jersey? No. Oh, if you put the McDonald's M on it, I'm in. I'm gonna put Big Mac <laughs> on the back. Number one, done. <laughs> Big Mac. Just yeah, Big Mac. Oh man. All right, boys. You got anything else before we close things off here? If you want like a really awkward Christmas story, I think I've got one. <laughs> All right, one more, one more awkward Christmas story, and then we'll uh, we'll end the holiday special. All right. So Joe and Q both know uh, our buddy Pat from college, who lived in my basement for a couple years. Um, we moved in. Uh, I bought the house in like. March. He moved in in June. That Christmas, we went to the first neighborhood Christmas party, which is a bunch of folks older than us getting pretty drunk, and they had a bunch of different like holiday games they would play. Most of them pretty normal. They had one called Squeal Piggy Squeal. <laughs> I don't know if people are familiar with this game. It doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> you literally... 
everyone sits in a circle on chairs, and there's a person in the middle who's blindfolded and holds a seat cushion and wanders around and then sits down in someone's lap and says, squeal, piggy, squeal. And that person has to squeal like a pig, and they have to guess who it is. If they're wrong, they stand up in the middle and spin around again and have to try until they get out. Oh, that's amazing. It was extremely uncomfortable. (laughs) Actually, not knowing who half the people there were. (laughs) I'm so glad I didn't end up in the middle because I would have been stuck there because I would have been like a guy who I think might live three doors down from me. Isha, I was always so jealous because Hoppy lives like two blocks away. And I was like, my street doesn't have a Christmas party. I want to play Squeal Piggy Squeal. (laughs) I don't. <laughs> no, you don't, dude. That that sounds like just my just up my alley. Like I would, I would just go nuts <laughs> for that game. Wow, that is just the perfect way to end this podcast. Oh, <laughs> I would just play it up, man. I honestly. would just go nuts. I would make I would make Hoppy so uncomfortable if I was playing that game with you guys. <laughs> oh man, well this has been uh, a slightly uncomfortable uh, holiday special, but hey. It's all good. Um, cheers, boys! Once more, uh, this was a lot of fun, and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't ask to spend uh, spend the holiday special with anybody else. So, cheers! Even though he might redo it tomorrow with someone else. No, yep. not redo, not redo. And that one's not the holiday special. That's bonus content. <laughs> Jesus, Hoppy. You'll have you'll have all us introducing ourselves and just cut us out with the new guest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll and, then, see. and then he'll just bring in the the solo from Q talking about his signatures. Oh, dude. Like, Q, I'm fucking clipping that, dude. Uh, thanks for those tuning in on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and those who tuned into the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, folks, the best thing you do for us this week, any week, is give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment as well or a kind review, but it ain't for our egos. If anything, we want to hear what your favorite beer or brewery is. So if you're going to comment anything, comment that. Uh, go listen to our website too, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, if you're listening to this podcast, Download the episodes before you listen as it just helps our business. A reminder, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Hockey Podcast Network. We have a lot more content coming in the new year. Hockey is back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk more hockey news on the next episode. Um, Hopefully, (laughs) the Canada division actually even uh, starts on time. But hey, this is the holiday episode. That's for another day. Don't forget to follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow Hoppy here at State of Hoppy. Joey, where can they find you, my friend? They can find me at Joey Netto on Twitter. And Q, I know you you retweeted the shit out of Malt Madness, and we love you for that. So where can can our listeners find you on Twitter? Go give Q some love. He stole the fucking show tonight. Uh, at ESQuali08, or you can also follow me on Untapped, trying to grow there, ESQvale 8 I'm there trying to grow there. <laughs> Do you what? grow? I, I'm still not on, on Untapped. Oh, um, you got to get it. I got solid photos. I have to take every beer in the same spot with the same <laughs> portrait mode. Like, it's a commitment. Q, I'm I'm gonna fire it up for real tonight, and you're gonna be the first person I follow. Uh, you can awesome. follow the network at HockeyPodNet, and also uh, the sister network that's launching uh, January 4th as well at HoopsPodNet, the basketball podcast network. If you're a ho- hoops guy as well, Hoppy, shut the fuck up. Uh, if you're a hoops guy as well, <laughs> go check out the uh, the basketball podcast network. Um, unbelievable hosts, unbelievable content, and we're really excited to for Dylan and I to launch that as well. 
All right, boys, this has been fun. I thank Joey, I thank Q, and I thank you, Hoppy. Uh, what a great year. What a great uh, <laughs> what a great off-season this has been, talking beer and shooting the breeze with you guys. Um, I want to thank everyone who's tuned into the live stream and everyone listening on the podcast uh, for supporting the Soda Pod. Thanks to everyone who supported Malt Madness. And have a happy holidays uh, to those if, uh, if I don't catch you tomorrow. Any last words, boys? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Not all at once now. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> this, is, this is our podcast now. Jesus Christ, Hoppy, you you can uh, you can chime in now. Well, you didn't say what you normally say. Well, I I just wanted to see if there's any last words before I close things out. One hundred percent, man. <laughs> so I'm guessing no. <laughs> all right, with that, folks, signing off. I'm Isha Jerome, alongside State of Hoppy, Joey. Thanks to Producer Pigeon hitting switches and controls. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't fear, just drink some beer. Happy holidays and stay wild.